2: Daniel LaRusso.
3: Is this the only pool you guys got?
2: The future seemed far from terrific.
3: This place is a dump. You should go back to New Jersey. Hey, I know it's hard, but we're not quitters, are we?
2: Until he met the hey, right girl.
3: She's beautiful. I say she's beautiful. I think she's beautiful. <laughs> is that your address? You
2: got it. But that it. only angered the wrong guy.
3: <laughs> you know, I she Definitely. You gotta be nuts.
2: And his troubles really began. I then, in one man, he found a teacher. I promise teach karate. And a friend.
3: Fighting, always last answer. How did you do that? Don't know. First time, power,
2: whole body. Make a perfect picture. How
3: do I know if my picture is the right one? If come from inside of you, always right one. Lesson about the balance. Not just karate lesson for
2: all life. White drink.
3: So well, I won't have to
2: fight. Hey, karate kid. Let me the move. <laughs> you
3: know, points or no points. You're dead meat. I don't have much of a cheering section. You got me?
2: In the end, it will be in Daniel's hands his body and most of all in his mind concentrate focus power. remember balance no mercy columbia pictures present the karate kid
3: hey what kind of belt do you have canvas you like <laughs> gc penny 398 <G-9-8. laughs>
0: Alright guys, long time no see. Welcome back to the Tragedy of Cinema Podcast. I'm your host Jimbo, and today I'm joined by a reconcurring guest. Eric Cummings. Eric Cummings. Thanks for
1: having me in. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, 80s movies. Yeah. Kind of my, yeah. Anytime we have an 80s thing. movie,
0: it's, 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 it's his dig, his schnick. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, today we'll be discussing this episode 45, for those of you following on at home, uh, we will talk about The Karate Kid. So... But before we get too much into this movie, a couple of things. Um, one, Terrence is MIA. I don't know where he's at. I'm just kidding. He's actually working and all that. So I figured, hey, the show must go on. So uh, every time he's not here, I'm just going to keep trudging along. So that way we get more episodes out. But number two, uh, something really exciting happened uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, for those of you that aren't in the Facebook group, we now have official merchandise. That's right. It is on Red Bubble, Redbubble. R e d b u b b l e. dot com. Uh, just search the tragedy of cinema. Um, there will be like a thing pop up at the bottom. It'll be like one of the items. You click that, it'll take you to other items. Uh, you can search by men's, women's, children's. Uh, we got coffee cups, uh, shower curtains, uh, wall art, uh, stickers. Uh, pretty much anything you can think of. Uh, Natalie Knight has done a fantastic job uh, Setting that up for us Um, She's also going to be adding some uh, She's added a couple other designs, uh, logos Um, She's going to be doing some art for us later on When she gets some time She's pretty packed right now uh, Through September and October So maybe later in the year So really excited Please go check that out and uh, That's a way we can help give back to Natalie For helping us create this logo And art and all that So uh, go check it out, and hey, if you if you buy something, uh, rep, uh, send a picture to the Gmail so we can see it, or uh, put it on the Facebook uh, group so everybody can see it. Uh, so, yes, Dad, I know you're listening, so you did get the very first thing. I did get you a coffee cup. Uh, I have it in my truck. I showed Eric. He thought it was really cool, so really I'll be nice. giving that to you uh, pretty soon. Um, but before we get much further, uh, you know, we usually throw Terrence a question. Well, Eric... Instead of giving you a question, we are going to dive into something that you didn't get turned in on time, but we want to get your opinion on it because you are a big uh, proprietor of the Lost Boys. So, uh, Terrence, I almost called you Terrence. So, Eric. I'm still here. Let's hear your thoughts and feelings on the Lost Boys because inquiring minds will know I would like to know, the audience would like to know, let's get this before we dive into the Karate Kid. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I
1: didn't get my comments in under the gun. Uh, not to beat a dead horse. I know you really love to stick it to all the uh, Facebook page, guys. Um, just a quick review. Uh, first of all, I understand where people are coming from. And Case in Point is going to be the movie that we're going to cover here in a minute. Uh, my, my point was basically that your perspective changes. The Lost Boys I saw when I was an adult, I think if I would have seen it as a kid it would have stuck in my memory and it would have been probably one of my favorites. But overall, I guess not that it matters, but my review is like it, it was just kind of cheesy and I, both my teenage daughters watched it and they they were just like, when is this going to end? Please turn it off. So I kind of use them as a filter, uh, to go through movies, whether they, you know, they hold up over time and, uh, just wasn't a big fan of it. But, uh, I don't know why he asked me to inject this into <laughs> because our I new because episode, I need but...
0: some backup because Yeah, I... <laughs> I know you need some ammo.
1: So this is more, you know, ammo in his uh in his gun for uh...
0: the hatred of the lost
1: place. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um but also, I mean with his daughters, he, he they they didn't even like breakfast at Tiffany's is that the one that you watched that they didn't like? No, they actually they did like that. What one. was the one that we were talking about that you said that they didn't care for you were like, "Oh, this is good. This is good." And they were like, "Eh." Uh, Other than the Lost Boys, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I remember you sending me a message like my my daughters just didn't didn't even get into it (laughs) I thought it was breakfast activities, but it could it could have been something else. Yeah. But anyway, enough about that. Let's go ahead and um, let's talk about this awesome movie from was 85, I think 1984. 84. Man, I was just a young kid, (laughs) was seven years old. You know. All right, Eric, take her away.
1: All right, the movie for today's episode is The Karate Kid. Uh, the release date was June twenty second, nineteen eighty four. Uh, the runtime was two hours and six minutes. It had a budget of eight million and raked in some dough because the box office earnings were a hundred million in U.S. and Canada combined. Uh, it was directed by John G. Alvidson. And the writing credits are to Robert Mark Kamen, and we'll get to that in a moment. There's some interesting uh, points about uh, the writer and how this screenplay uh, came, to, came together. The technical specs uh, under that category, the production company is Delphi 2 Productions. Not really sure where those are located. I'm assuming it's out in California and Hollywood, maybe somewhere. Um, Jerry Weintraub Productions, and it was distributed by Columbia Pictures. All right, pretty short. Uh, Section there Now on to the awards segment Uh, The Academy Awards The USA 1985 uh, There was an Oscar Nominee for Pat Morita For uh, Best Actor in Supporting Role And the Golden Globes USA 1985 They were uh, nominated Or Pat Morita was a nominee For the Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role In a Motion Picture and then the Young Artist Awards in 1985, they were a winner of the Young Artist Awards, and the winner was Elizabeth Shue, and she won in the category for Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture Musical, Comedy, Adventure, or Drama. And uh, they also were nominated um, in this in the uh, Young Artist Awards in 1985. William Zabka was um a nominee for young artist award for best supporting actor in a motion picture musical comedy adventure drama and then on to the synopsis of the movie the synopsis is daniel larusso a teenager that moved across the country with his mom finds himself being bullied in his new high school daniel learns karate from an unlikely source which helps him face his fears so it's a coming-of-age movie it was one of my favorites as a kid.
0: Um, now, let me ask you a question before we even dive into the cast and all that. Yeah. Did it did it ever specifically state why they were moving across country?
1: Um, I think his mom got a job with a computer company. But did they
0: ever say what happened to his dad?
1: Um, I don't know that they said in the very first movie. That's, um, I think, implied that he passed away. But in later movies, I think they do confirm that his father passed away okay. when Daniel was... Pretty young,
0: it's been a while since I've seen the. Yeah, I, I, I personally like the second one, it's my favorite. Yeah,
1: the uh, the sequel that's what I was just thinking the other day. The sequel is as good or maybe even better than the first movie, right?
0: And while we're on the talk of the sequel, the, actually, this movie was supposed to end where it was after you know how it ended with him smiling, in the par- parking lot scene. It Is the parking lot yep. scene where uh but we'll get there. I don't want to ruin the ending before we, yeah, beat, before we begin, right? All right, so the cast, um, and then again, I'll tell you if there's some stuff in here about. Uh, people that were supposed to play the character turned down the role, blah, blah, blah. So Ralph Macchio was Daniel LaRusso. Interesting fact, Charlie Sheen turned down this role. Okay. Also, Kyle Eastwood, which is Clint Eastwood's son, auditioned, okay. but he didn't get it, which led to Clint boycotting all Coca-Cola products from his movie sets.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: He's like, well, you ain't going to get my son a part. I'm not going to support you with your product, Coca-Cola. Because product. Coca-Cola was a big okay." Uh, sponsor of this movie. Uh, Sean Penn. Okay. D.B. Sweeney. He read for the part, but he declined.
1: Just watched him in uh, Eight Men Out yesterday. I love that movie. Playing Shoeless uh, Joe Jackson. Yeah.
0: Best is, character, dude. Is Scott Baio on that list? No. would have
1: been perfect. Uh, with Well, uh, the Happy Days yeah, connection. Yeah, see we'll, we'll, Pat Morita. We'll, yeah.
0: uh, C. Thomas Howell. Um, he was asked to read, but he declined. So, I don't even know if anything, I can think of anything Kyle Eastwood's been in. I can't either, right? So, uh, then you have Pat Morita, who played Mr. Miyagi, uh, which um, he would he played. Uh, uh, this is uh, Noriuka Noriyuka, Noriukai Pat Morita mm-hmm. was his actual Japanese name. Um, two people that were gonna uh, interested in playing are uh, Toshiro uh, Mifune Mifunos. Mufunes and, <laughs> and uh, Mako, but he was uh, already committed to making Conan the Destroyer. So.
1: I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it. Then
0: game. you had um, Elizabeth Shue. She played Allie with an Eye. Allie with an Eye. <laughs> Allie yep. with an Eye. Um, and she's been in a lot of movie, adventures and babysitting. Uh, I think we discovered Back to the Future 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple other ones in there. Uh, Martin Cove. He played Crease. John now, Kreese. there's a long-standing rumor that John Kreese said that uh, Chuck Norris was offered to play this role. And uh, that it was offered to him, but uh, that he declined it because he didn't want to see uh, a karate instructor um, be so hard on his students or whatever. And when Chuck Norris was asked about this, he's like, no. He's like, I was never offered the role. He's like, but I would have turned it down for the reasons he said. So, makes <laughs> Either sense. Way, Either he way, wasn't he wasn't to play, play role, right? Right. Um, he had Randy Heller as Lucille. Uh, William Zapka played Johnny. Uh, Ron Thomas was Bobby. Rob Garrison was Tommy. Chad McQueen played Dutch. Do you know who Chad McQueen was? He's Steve McQueen's Steve son. Steve yeah. McQueen's son. Uh, but what was interesting about that is Steve McQueen was really good friends with Bruce Lee. He was even a pallbearer at Bruce Lee's funeral. Oh, really? I didn't so, know that. So uh, the Karate Connection, you know, there uh, Tony Odell played Jimmy. Uh, Israel Jarby Ju- played Freddie. William Bassett, Mister Mills, Larry B. Scott uh, played by Jerry or pl- played Jerry. Julie Fields played Susan, and Dana Anderson played Barbara. So, Eric, where would you like to start on this great classic movie?
1: Wherever you uh, uh, wherever where you, you are, are on are your notes,
0: where we're I'm ready we'll, to go. Well, okay, we'll start at the ending. No. <laughs> um, let's just go ahead and give a little bit of backdrop. So uh, the movie starts out with uh, this teenage kid and his mom uh, leaving, I think, New Jersey right, and going all the way to California. California. I mean, that's coast to coast. You know what I mean? Um, oh, nice. You got the movie playing as we're going. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Helps us go um, through it, yeah. They did say that Daniel LaRusso was in uh, – that he's in every scene of this movie. Oh, but watch right here. Did you see this? Rewind it for just a second. You'll see this guy um, at the beginning where she's going into the um, – the uh, uh, apartment carrying this box. In mm-hmm. the background, if you look closely, you'll see this guy right back here um yeah. walking by. So they don't know if that was a stuntman because, watch, well, she doesn't open the door. The door just opened. Ah. Did you see that? Very, uh, interesting, very catch. interesting catch. Uh, I, I watched it last night. I was like, no, nah, I, I don't know if there was an apartment behind there that he was going to. But then she doesn't even touch the door. So I was like, it's probably a stuntman caught on cut caught on tape or whatever. Right. So, uh, Ralph Macchio, he was only 22 while filming this movie. Uh, playing, what, 18, six, 16? No, something like that. He was young, wasn't he? I yeah, mean, that,
1: that was always a running joke, that that guy looked like he was 16 when he was 30.
0: Yeah, and what was he on, Dancing with the Stars not too long ago, dude? He still it. looks the same. You yeah, know he I mean?
1: looks very young, and he's like in his 50s now.
0: Um, all right, here's a pop pop question at you, Eric. Okay. What is the logo on the back of Daniel's karate outfit? Gee. Yeah.
1: What what's the logo? What's the what's the logo? It's the the tree, right? The
0: What kind of tree? Bonsai. Bonsai tree, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh Mr. Miyagi, Pat Morita actually designed that himself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I thought that was pretty cool. I know Pat Morita almost didn't get cast
1: because he was sort of a comedic actor. Yeah,
3: they didn't early think his how.
1: career and they didn't think he would translate. Right. Um, his accent wasn't right or something and then he um uh he started pattering 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 can't even say the word pattering patterned (laughs) his life or his uh, his accident after his uncle right and so um that kind of secured his role and sealed the deal because up to this point a lot
0: of people knew him as arnold was it not arnold yeah arnold Arnold from from happy days uh, Days. yeah uh so i mean he was very comedic there too right um so as as they're traveling across country um Daniel's going to a new school. Uh, he's got to make new friends. You know, you see all of his friends as he's leaving. He's like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. Um, and his mom, all she talks about is this pool. There's going to be this pool there. You're going to wake up. You're going to go to the pool, you know, the beach. And you, you get to this this hotel or, or the, the place where they are staying. Yeah. And this pool, man, it looks like the scum pond. <laughs> he's like, "Is this yeah. the only pool?" <laughs> he's like, "I know you're upset about this, but anyway, their sink doesn't work. It's clogged or something." And they're like, "Well, there's this guy, you know, downstairs, a maintenance man that uh comes fixes So, he goes down there and uh he's like, "Hey, uh, you the maintenance guy." Um and he's like, "I." <laughs> he's like, he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, and he's like, "Okay, well, it's this room, this 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 whatever." So, um that's your first look at uh, Mr. Miyagi. Um, he just plays like a um, a handyman at this hotel, or sorry, apartment. But it looks like a hotel, you know what I mean? Um, so before
1: that, though, you you skipped over the this important beach scene where he is confronted well, by but, Johnny the first time.
0: But not now, because before this, he was talking with his mom about uh, the sink needing clogged right, went right, downstairs. Right. But then now. Uh, she's he's like, mom, I know I was supposed to help you unpack, but uh, there's this thing that I, because he met that kid that was helped carrying yeah, stuff. Up. Him take his, uh, Did you notice that kid's luckager?
1: shirt? No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> Making bacon. And it was two pigs on the front. Uh, but yeah, so he had like this party he was going to on the beach. What's his name? Freddie. Is that his friend's name? Um, I think it's Freddie. I think so. Um, so this is the first time they're playing uh volleyball or so- soccer on the the beach and uh this is first look at his new love interest I guess. He's got a little flirtatious crush where they're kicking the soccer ball back and forth and he's at this party a long time because it's like day until, day night, until yeah. night and you know there's there's a whole beach scene where they're sitting by a fire and and, you know, she keeps looking at him, and he keeps looking at her, and they're like, hey, you need to go talk to her. And he's like, eh, no do And she's like, yeah, she's looking at you. So then one guy gets the idea, hey, <laughs> he kicks the ball over to her, over to the girls, and one of the girls passes it to that girl. And um, so he's like, okay, okay, I'll go over there. Uh, you can take it away anytime.
1: And then as soon as, soon as they uh, meet up, right, and then enters Johnny. Johnny. Johnny and his... Cobra Kai pull up on their dirt bikes. What is it with the 80s and the yeah, dirt, dirt bikes in every movie? <laughs> Karate and dirt bikes were like <laughs> themes of major movies in the 80s. So Johnny comes uh, on his dirt bike with his buddies. He's going to turn his senior year life around. He's going to get
0: it together. He's not a degenerate anymore. now. But one of the things that people need to realize is that uh, Allie with an I, uh, the girl, she was a Johnny's ex-girlfriend. Yep. Uh, so when when he sees Daniel... Kicking the ball around with her, you know, she's got this old boom box. You know, those of us that are older, we had these big, big stereo systems, and uh, she was playing music. Well, Johnny comes up to it and he's like, I just want to talk to you, and he grabs the thing and um, you know, throws it around and stuff. And then uh, she's like, Give it back to me, give it back to me, and I'll talk, whatever. And Daniel's like, He throws it on the ground, and Daniel goes over there and grabs it, and he's like, Hey, man, you know, and then then it starts. That's all Johnny needed. Johnny, Johnny the bully, Johnny the bully. The
1: major antagonist of the movie. And he knows karate. And well, Daniel, Daniel he, gets a thorough beating, but he does get one sucker punch yeah. in the scene where he throws some sand in Johnny's eye and punches him. Yeah.
0: And then the after eye. that, they just, they, yeah, just, they beat. just pummel him. you hey, know, head. he, he just, he just wants to be, you just leave him alone. You can tell he's about to cry. <laughs> he's like, his face is down in the sand. He's like, uh, oh. she's like, and Allie comes up to him. It's like, Hey, you know, um, Let me help you. I can help get you home. He's like, No, I just want to be left alone. (laughs) Well, my mom basically wanted to escape out. He's just like, Huh? So, Johnny and him you know, take their dirt bikes and throw some dirt in his face and everything. So, um, the next morning, uh, he wakes up and he comes down and he he just sticks his head in the refrigerator. (laughs) And And she's like, Hey, he's like, She's like, Hey, you know, your breakfast is ready or whatever. And, uh, He's like, oh, no, I'm not hungry. You know, I gotta get, I gotta get to school. And he, he he's standing behind this fridge, you know. And, and she's like, well, well, all tries right. to
1: hide the black eye from his mom, right? So he puts sunglasses. these big
0: Tom Cruise sunglasses yeah. from Top Gun, you know. And uh, she's like, take off the glasses. Like, now, Mama, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta. Go. She's like, now. <laughs> How many times? I got a
1: question. How many times did Allie get him beat up though? Oh he's man, like hanging around her all the time, and then you know Johnny was just pummeling him because. He was uh, hanging around his ex-girlfriend. Well, you know? there
0: was more scenes th- that were deleted or shot or not yeah, shot or in the book. But one of them is in the lunchroom where he buys her lunch or whatever, and there's like a blueberry pie or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Johnny Johnny takes it and slides it under his seat, so he sits down on it. So he's got blueberry, and then he takes the, what's well, left over the blueberry and wipes it on Johnny's shirt, and the big old fight breaks out there. So um, it's really interesting, though, because... The whole movie, you see Daniel just get picked on, picked on, picked on, picked on, picked on, and then till you, you know, and you see him. Um, Mr. Miyagi finally decides to come fix the uh, sink, and right. uh, you see Daniel and they're just doing some kicks out of a book, and he's like, "Oh, you know karate?" <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. like, "He's like, yeah." He's like, "From a book?" He's like, "Ah, oh. I took some class uh, at the YMCA, right?" He's like, "Ah, uh, so he's like, he's like, oh, what happened to your eye?" He said. Uh, I fell off my bike. He's like, ah, you fell off your bike, but you know, hurt your hands (laughs) or whatever. He's like, he's like, he's on to, he knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, so we got in your notes there next. Well, this is jumps around from the beginning. Right, Right. Right. So, um, let's see
1: some highlights.
0: Yeah. We're getting to some of them. Um, so, um, so Miyagi sees that and, uh, so Daniel just keeps getting beat up and beat up. And so there's this Halloween party. He wasn't going to go. And uh, he, he talks to Mr. Miyagi, and he's like, yeah, you need to go or whatever. So he's like, I don't want to be seen. So <laughs> one of the greatest costumes of all time, the shower. The shower yeah. It's just a shower curtain wrapped around the his body, like a hula hoop. Uh, so that's where Ali comes in there. And uh, it's now no no this is this is coming up so Johnny and him and his Cobra Kai had all dressed up like skeletons yeah. um, and so Daniel he's in the bathroom and one of the Cobra Kai come in there and say Johnny you in here Johnny so he's in the he's in the one of the stalls rolling a joint with headphones on or whatever mm-hmm. so you're like oh man so he's like what and so Daniel's was washing his hands but he's in the shower curtain so the one guy leaves and he turns around and he sees that water hose hooked to the sink he's like ah so you see him sneak over there and he sits, puts the hose right above uh, yeah, and the
1: rapper Right above Johnny's stall. Right
0: above his stall.
1: And uh, <laughs> turns the water.
0: Turns the water on. on. And he starts running. I He's like, get out of the way. And he runs by Allie with an eye. <laughs> and it's like, what's going on? Retribution's coming around or whatever. And, you know, he takes off running. And then you see Johnny screaming, oh. It's like, get him. And then you see her trip him. So they couldn't catch him right away. So you see him just, you see cars are wrecking outside because he's running in the street. And they start running down. And he, he almost makes it back to his apartment. But right. he goes to Jeff the Fence and like, where are you going? And that's where they grabbed him. They catch up to him. And they just, I mean, they are pummeling the kid, you know. One guy's even like, Johnny, that's enough. You know, he can't even stand. He's like, I'll tell you when when it's enough. enough. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, it's really cool in the background. You see, you know, that somebody jumping over the top of the fence. And next thing you see is Mr. Miyagi just going to town, man. It's like right. the, the whole fight only lasted nine seconds from what I read. Okay, um, And he's like, oh, Daniel sent... And you know, Daniel looks at him and he's like, he can barely see anything. Like, he's, he's going out of conscience and he just sees him tearing people up. Now, Mr. Miyagi stunt double did that and they had to do that scene multiple times because the actors were like, hey, he's really hitting us too hard. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, so, Mr. Miyagi's stunt double, I can't think of his name right now, it's in here somewhere, but he said... You let me bring my... Because he was a real karate instructor. He's like, mm. you let me bring my students in here. We'll do it in one take. And he brought them in, and mm. they did it in one take. Okay. I was like, yeah, that's very interesting. You know? Yeah, that is. I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. interesting stuff. Um, so uh, Danielson wakes up, and Mr. Miyagi's in there with tea and all that. And he's like, man, he's like, did you see Spider-Man? <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and, and Mr. Miyagi's kind of quiet. He's like, it was you? It was you? He's like, man, where'd you learn how to do all that? Uh so, uh he's like have you ever taught anybody? And he's like no. He's like okay, well, you know, tomorrow. He's like why do you want to learn? And this is the the forefront for the entire movie cuz Daniel's like, well, I'm tired of getting beat up and Miyagi's like that's not a reason to learn karate. Balance. Balance in your balance. life, right? Um so and now we're getting to some of my favorite parts of the movie. So he shows up uh to Miyagi's um House. So, well, before that, uh, don't they go to the dojo first? Yeah,
1: they go to the dojo to try to persuade Crease um, to, to have his guys lay off uh, of of Daniel. Uh, and, Daniel and, knows that he's he's got no options. Basically, he's going to get beat up.
0: Every day. Every
1: day. And um, so they, they go to the dojo. They try to appeal to Crease's. Uh, Good nature, which he doesn't have any, and uh, (laughs) there's a poster on the wall when they go in to try to, you know, work out a a solution to this problem, and uh, they decide that they're going to settle the score at this All Valley Under 18 Karate Tournament, but Daniel needs uh, time to train, so there's sort of a an agreement between both parties that he's going to be left alone so that he can train. He's not going to get beat up every day by these Cobra Kai.
0: Right, but before this, um, a couple, a day or two before, Daniel actually he, he's he's eating with his mom, and he goes over, walks over to the dojo, you know, and, right, and he's, right. like, oh, he's like, "Oh, karate." He's like, "Because he wants to take karate." Right, he wants to. And uh, karate. so they're in there, and they're like, "Die, show no mercy." They're hardcore, and yeah. then he's like, "Mr. Lawrence, get up here and lead the group." And they all bow, and when they bow, it's Johnny up there, and he's looking yeah. right at Daniel. He just smiles, and Daniel's like, "You got to be kidding me!" <laughs> you know, he walks out of, all, things, the of all the karate dojos. <laughs> Of all the karate dojos in this town, you walked into mine. You yeah. know, so now he's like well this is great so this is why i'm getting beat up all the time because this guy knows karate so when when they when when we go back to where miyagi goes with daniel there um johnny's got like a black eye you know and and he's like mr lawrence what is your problem or whatever and he he whispers something you don't know what he says to him Mm -hmm. so he comes over there and he's like all right guys fall in behind me and he's like look he's like i i came here to ask you to leave the boy alone um, he's like, well, you 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 put him on the mat against one of my guys right now. He's like, boy, knee He's like, he's like, he's like, well we can't take care of himself. He's like, one on one, probably. He's like, but not five on one every day. He's right. like, um, he's like, well, he's like, well, just get on my mat. You come into my dojo, and you make a challenge, and then you don't want to do anything about it. He's like, well, where are we gonna do it? Uh, he's like, no. He's like, there's too much advantage on your home dojo turf. He's like where do you want to do it? And Miyagi just gets uh, uh, <laughs> the point back to the side or whatever. And uh, he's like, he's like, he's like, I only make one request, you know, leave him alone so he can train. He said he needs training. Um, and his training is some of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, so Daniel shows up the next day at Mr. Miyagi's house. Cause he doesn't live in the apartment. He just has like a workshop there, but yeah. his, his, his house is like, he's like, where are we going? You know, it's like back in like uh train like a, you know? yard, like a rail yeah, yard. Yeah, like a rail yard. There's like a little thing with a bunch of cars. And you see all these cars sitting out there. And he's like... And <laughs> Miyagi... Daniel said... Sit. <laughs> so they sit down, he has that talk with him. He's like... You know, he's like... Training... He's like... Rules. He's like... Number one, you do what I say. Uh, he said... And two, he said... No questions. <laughs> you know? He's like... Okay. He's like... <laughs> he's like... No questions. He's like... Okay. He's like... So he brings out this bucket of water and this sponge. And he's like... Okay. He's like... Wash the cars. He's like, wax on right hand circles, wax off left hand circles. And then like, yeah.
1: the famous, most quoted line of the movie, called, wax, <laughs> wax on, on wax, wax on. off.
0: Right. So you see Daniel doing this, you know, and he's doing this. And he's like, no. And he grabs it. He's like, don't forget to breathe. So he's, you know, wax on, wax off, wax off. And so nighttime comes. And he's done all the cars and, and the thing. He's like, okay. He's like, come back tomorrow. And, and so Daniel's like, okay. So they come back tomorrow. He's like, okay, now you're going to sand the floor. Uh, so um, he's like, what are these? These are like drums or whatever, remember? <laughs> he's like, no, no, sand the floor. He's like, you big circles, big circles uh, this way, big circles this way. And uh, he's like, okay. So he's like, do the whole floor. So this thing <laughs> wraps around the entire property. Right.
1: His whole big, huge wooden deck. That-
0: right he's like big circles little circles big circles and so i mean he's on his hands and knees doing this for the entire night again and then you come to the next day which is paint the fence right and you know you see him he's like no you think you want to do up, big stroke uh, up down up, big strokes up, you know. down. um and then he he comes out he says, oh you're doing good daniel so he's like but but small posts, i want you to do with left your left hand, hand the big post with your right hand he's like but i'm almost done he's like no, no, the whole fence. And you look around, this thing goes around the entire property. And so it's about midday, and Daniel comes over. He's like, oh, phew, I'm done. I'm done. He's like, yeah. he's like, both sides. <laughs> he's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so, so Daniel's, Daniel's, um, you see Daniel uh, doing that, and um, he comes the next day. He that he's goes like, on for several days. Several days. The next day he comes and he says, he, he's like, we start early in the morning. He's like, get here at 6 or whatever. And he's like, uh, there's a note on the door. And it says, paint, paint the, the house. house. You know, side to side. Don't forget to breathe. And he's like, you got to be kidding me. You know, he's so mad. And he throws this paper down. And Miyagi comes home at nighttime, you know. And he's like, uh, oh, good, you know, good, Daniel. said so he's at his fishing pole. And he's like, what, what, you went fishing? He's like, you didn't even think the me? He's like, you weren't here, <laughs> you know. And so this is when Daniel goes off. He's like, look. He's like, I have asked you to train me. You, 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 you don't train me. He said, like, "I'm not your handy boy." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great scene too. There we forgot the catching the fly. Uh, yeah. This happens in between. I think beginner's luck. Yeah, and there's a the, Miyagi said that with chopsticks trying to catch his fly, and he's like, "What are you trying to do?" He's like trying to catch his fly. He's like, "If a man who catches fly with chopsticks can accomplish anything." and Daniel sits down and I think on his third swipe he's like look I got it I got it and Mr. Miyagi's like ugh beginner's luck because he's been trying to do this forever
1: so then we come to like the best scene of the movie where we both agree it's probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie where all of his training comes together right
0: so when Miyagi and him um Daniel just blows up at him after the paint house. He's like, Look, he's like, you, you told me you would train me. He's like, I'm not your handy boy. I'm not here to sand your floors, wash your cars, paint your fence. He's like, You told me you would do karate and you ain't taught me anything. He's like, Daniel, he's like, Show me, uh, what was it? Uh, same. wax on, wax off. And then so Daniel goes down. He's like, No, look me in the eye. He says, Show me wax on, wax off. He's like, No, big circles, you know, and he's sitting in his hands. He's like, Show me sand the floor. And he's, you know, does the same thing. He says, Show me paint the fence. He does that. Uh, so then, uh, Miyagi's like, all right, good. And then he just attacks him. Like, <laughs> Daniel's doing all these moves that he has learned. So, yeah. unbeknownst to Daniel, Mus- he has been learning muscle movement and, and yeah, the-
1: muscle memory the- and all this stuff has been ingrained in, in, in his training. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's a great cool scene. scene.
0: Uh, and we agreed that this is probably the turning point of the movie because
3: yeah.
0: he's, he's shocked that um, he's, he's, he's actually learning something, even though he's accomplishing work for Miyagi. Um, and this scene right here, you know what? I thought about this when I knew you was coming. Um, there's a scene where they're on the ocean. This reminds me of when we were in uh, Florida together at Treasure Island. We used to ride the waves because <laughs> he's in there. The waves are we not doing crane up. kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but get you know, attacked just get,
1: by some cranes. Yeah.
0: Though. Feeding them with the, the bread. <laughs> yeah. So this is where Daniel, he's like, you need to learn your balance. Learn balance. Um, so the waves are crashing into him. But he looks over and Miyagi's on top of one of these little, what do we call them? Um, perches I guess yeah, uh, like, a, like a post and he's standing on there and he's doing the he, he sees him doing the crane kick and uh, he's just jumping up and down so that
1: wasn't Pat Marino no, it, it, no just, it's a
0: stunt, a stunt double, double. right uh, I mean it looks just like him though I mean but but you always notice how far away it is and stuff yeah uh, but look how good it is um, then you got the guys sitting there on the car drinking beer bottles on his car <laughs> Miyagi was funny in this movie because yeah. he goes he goes, get your stuff off my car. His uh, we comedic gotta leave. acting came through. And he goes, and he just karate chops the bar, you know, the, the, the beer bottles. And the guy's like, well, and they pick up all their stuff. And, and Dan's like, wow, how'd you do that? He's like, I don't know. It was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he has like, um, learning his balance, um, on the, the bow of the boat. And, um, uh, they, they have a talk and he's like, oh, you need to learn. He's like, when am I going to learn to throw a punch? And he's like, no, you need to learn balance. And he shakes the boat and he falls on the water. Well, actually that was in December. And the the water was freezing, so when he's like, it was actually a true story. Yeah, our true reaction. And this is one of the touching scenes of the movie too, where, um, you see Miyagi drinking, and there's a picture of this lady you don't know who it is, and and Miyagi's already drunk, hammered, and uh, Daniel comes in, uh, you know, on his bike or whatever. He's like, ah, oh, he's like, this is Mrs. Miyagi, and um, he's ram, he goes rambling on and on, and he you shows know. a a picture of ah, oh, this is uh, the first Mr. Miyagi. Uh, Baby,
1: right. It, it's more than meets the eye to this what seemingly unassuming handyman. I mean, he knows karate. He's got a deep history. He, he was a war veteran, and all these things, all this information, kind of comes out in the scene. All in the scene. And he lost his wife and newborn baby in this uh, at birth uh, for complications. And so, to the yeah, birth. and so all this stuff comes out, and he's got a, a medal of honor. Miyagi does. Right. And we learn a lot about. Uh, Mr. Miyagi in this scene is really touching. Scene, uh, uh, you know, Daniel's empathizing and he's sorrowful for Mr. Miyagi and losing his his family, and he seems to be all alone. And he sort of helps him get stagger into bed. And
0: right the and, um, the Medal of Honor that was given it was the highest uh, military decoration award by the United States. Um, it has the blue ribbon and the inscription containing the words of value. In real mm-hmm. life, the 442nd Regimental combat team had 21 Medal of Honor awardees, including Senator Daniel Inoyo of Hawaii. Um, there was also... Um, let me see if i can find it real quick. If you want to keep talking for a second. Um, yeah, so the, the scene
1: basically um, ends with uh, Daniel leaving uh, Mr. Miyagi, and he takes... We come to find out later that he takes... Um, his some of his medals and he puts them in like a shadow box as a present to to gift him back um uh, mr Yagi also reads a letter what seems from the u.s military like a, a letter describing um what happened to his wife and kids and he sort of slurs and stumbles around and and reads this letter and and then daniel picks up a uh, Los Angeles newspaper and, and read some of the headlines. Right. So uh, that's kind of a theme that runs through the, the Karate Kid movies, like even the newer one. Uh, I think in the newer one with Jackie Chan, I don't know if you've ever seen that one, when he's training Will Smith's son the in that in the, in the newer Karate Kid. Uh, a, the, the same thing happens to the Miyagi esque character and Jackie Chan every year on the anniversary of his his wife and kids' death. Uh, In the newer movie, he destroys a car. He takes a sledgehammer and starts smashing a car, and then he takes the whole year after that to rebuild the car uh, just to smash it up and tear it up to sort of, I guess, just feel the pain. And so that was kind of a theme that they ran with in some of the newer movies, this uh, Miyagi's... Celebration, I guess. I guess, celebrate. Memorial would be a better word. Right. Of the the awful event that happened in his life.
0: Well, here's here's what I was trying to find. Uh, when Miyagi is drunk and celebrating his annivers- the annivers- anniversary. The anniversary. in He reveals that he served in the army in the 442nd Regiment Combat Team. The unit, composed mostly of Japanese Americans, many of whom had been in internment camps, right. fought in Europe during the World War II. It became the most highly decorated unit in the history of the United States military. Wow so that's saying something right there yeah
1: two of the best scenes in the it come right in sandwich right in the middle of the movie
0: right and 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 here you see what i thought about this scene in particularly is that you see miyagi drunk uh, and he passes out and daniel goes over there and covers him up and you know make sure you know he puts everything away or whatever and um it just shows you that he's paying back what miyagi did to him yeah, at the beginning and i thought that was really yeah, it's cool a really
1: nice yeah really nice scene
0: um, so the
1: most unlikely of friendships, too, and, and it all comes together. It's it's a cool story,
0: right? And and and, and you you can kind of tell, you know, I think Daniel kind of looks towards him like a father figure. Yep, and I think he kind of teaches him like his son. But see, this is something interesting, too. Daniel goes out there and starts learning that cake. Miyagi never taught him how to do that crane cake, right? I always I remember, but I think that might be the second where he throws that thing at him, you know, and he's on the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, I thought that was very interesting that uh, he went out there just from watching him. He picked up and, uh, you know, you see him on the bow of the boat, sunset, beautiful shot, um, learning his balance. Mm-hmm. So then you come to the part about throwing punches, <laughs> you know, and he's like, no, you know, you know, everything within an inch of here, you know, put your whole body behind there. So he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I got this. He starts doing his feet, and all this, you know, his, he's doing the hum, yeah. Ali. and he goes, he goes, look, I think you use your feet too much. <laughs> you dance around too much. So then you come to Daniel's birthday party, and uh, Miyagi's like, look, I got something for you. Daniel got the
1: best birthday present ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then, you know, he he opens up the, uh, what do you call that, his... uh, His gi? His his gi, and it's the... um, That was in the box uh, earlier, if you noticed, at the anniversary celebration that he was at. It was actually the... The Flag thing in the yeah. back, and it's on the back. You use it
1: as a patch for the,
0: but uh, he said, This is very interesting because he's like, Look, he's like, Mrs. Miyagi made this a long time ago, you know, and and he has no family, at least here. And he's so he, he's kind of like passing on something to a son, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, Oh, Miyagi, he's like, I forgot. He's like, I'm supposed to go for a surprise. My mom's having this cake for me, uh, that she doesn't know about. <laughs> that I need to go home to have this birthday cake or whatever. He's like, Okay, he's like, but first, you know step outside, he's like, for birthday present number two, he's like, oh, you don't, you don't have to give me anything else. So you he goes choose. outside, he's like, you choose. you choose all them cars that he had waxed earlier, he is giving him a brand new all car. classics. Because Daniel had got his driver's license today, and he's like, let me see. <laughs> so yeah. he says, like, oh, very nice. So um, he picks the yellow one, which was, what, a 1948 Ford Super Deluxe. Um,
1: Convertible,
0: yeah. The producer actually gave Ralph Macchio that car, uh, and as that he got for his birthday and he, he still owns it to this day um, yeah, so I that's think cool. that's really cool
1: it's also in the uh, the new Netflix series Cobra Kai it makes an appearance a couple of times in the in the uh, new series so nice. that's a pretty cool callback
0: right um, that's at the end um, but see there's something else right here I don't know if you caught this so when when he says I gotta go meet my mom you know she's having a surprise date. where's the first th- place he goes to he goes to the meat alley though, was right. Dead, right right so i don't know if he was lying to miyagi saying that i have to go he just to because he did, yeah and he, but see uh something that we failed to mention is there's a scene that we forgot and that that we skipped over and that's where uh daniel's supposed to meet her after her this di- 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 dining with her parents yeah. so she's like i gotta go to my parents but at nine thirty you can come well um He's waiting outside, but Johnny's inside with her parents and all that, and, she, and they're dancing or whatever. And she's she's really not having any of it. And he sneaks in the back and he sees him, and he sees uh, Johnny dancing. And Johnny sees him through the little kitchen window or whatever, mm-hmm. and he plants a kiss on her. Daniel's just like, oh man. And so, the what he doesn't see is Ali with an eye, <laughs> turn around, and it's all of it smacking or whatever. um And then you hear a big crash, and Daniel's like, got embarrassed spaghetti once again, all spaghetti all over. all over his pants yeah. and sure. And so he just runs away. Uh, so now he's like, look, I'm a jerk. Uh, can you forgive me? He's trying to
1: make amends, yeah. Right? And she's like,
0: to... he still thinks, he doesn't know that she slapped him, that she didn't want anything to right. do with it. And he's like, look, you know, um, all this. And so through talking with her friends here, come to find out that, hey, you didn't stay around for the right hook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: so he didn't have the whole story. And they, they end up uh, making up and getting back together and then he um,
0: shows her his car and lets, it, he, lets her drive lets her drive it yeah <laughs>
1: let's her drive it out of the uh, um, the arcade
0: and and this is the night before his
1: how big were arcades in the 80s uh, they man, were everywhere do you
0: remember like going up here to the malls and having like a <laughs> castle or palace or whatever <laughs> Was this I golf her, and
1: stuff or it was something like that I can't remember the exact name in the movie it was called like golf and it, play I mean, or golf and stuff or
0: I like I like how she goes over to the you know, the water slide and all the guys are getting out with no shirts on you know? she's all depressed and everything but you know, it's right there when all the guys are getting out and Then they have their first kiss or whatever and, but before this is one of my favorite quotes of the movie is when um, Miyagi gives him things like Miyagi he's like you're the you're the Best friend I've ever, I've ever had. had. And he's like, ah, you are pretty okay too. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious.
1: What, what about the bonsai as he's leaving? Uh, yeah. that out. Were they were they yell Bonzai? bonsai? Yeah.
0: Well, we didn't <laughs> even touch on the bonsai thing where they're trimming the trees. Oh, you know, that's they right. said that they've had the. Um, that's when he kind of first met him. He's like, you know, you need to clear your head, focus, you know, and just picture this tree. He's like, I can just start cutting the tree, um, which is where he got the logo from, right? Um, and they say, well, so now it's the big tournament. And they're like, Turned. oh, this is only for brown belts and above. <laughs> he's like, oh, I he black belt," <laughs>
2: So,
0: <laughs> so uh, he's like, he leads over and he's like, uh, yeah, you need to spell my name. And he reaches down and he steals a black belt and gives it to Allie with yeah. an eye. <laughs> and she starts running uh, to give it to Daniel, you know. And then you have your confrontation with a couple guys. Now, who's this guy?
1: That's uh, Steve McQueen's son. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned him earlier. But what about.
0: I'm saying is you would think that would be Johnny or something there. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, because... Uh, that that's that's kind of the part that threw me. Why why is this guy throwing a big deal about it when Johnny's the one that was the antagonist of the whole movie? You know what I mean? I don't okay. know. That kind of didn't make sense to me unless he's facing him early on in the match or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Miyaki
1: and Daniel, th- these are they're both. New at the whole karate <laughs> tournament thing, they don't know any of the rules. They don't know what belt they are. There's no way that he wins this in real life, of course. But I mean, this makes it all the better. cinema. he walks
0: out. He's like, how do, "How do you how do you win points or how do you get points?" He's like, "I don't know. It's my first time too." <laughs> yeah. And so Allie obviously knows because she's like, uh, "You get one like one point yeah, above the chest." Being Johnny's girlfriend, she's right. been
1: to a couple of these probably.
0: So uh, we get into the climax of the movie. So
1: we come. Yeah, we uh, we go through these various
0: um, the know, Kai just all these various all
1: matches it. going on simultaneously throughout the end and then there's lots of good um, I mean music throughout I mean the, uh, the soundtrack the <laughs> is which interesting you bring that up the, the best is it the best or the best around I don't know You're the title the best, of the I song the of it. was actually slated to be Rocky 3, Rocky three movie but they turned it down for whatever reason and um, was it Bill Conti I think he was yeah it's in here um, somewhere the uh, composer of the movie he they decided to put it in karate kid instead of uh rocky three and so there's some, the montage of music and then the of course the match is all going on at the same time and
0: right and uh, and,
1: and uh daniel and johnny of course we, we know that this is all coming to a head they advance to the finals
0: now before we before we keep going here we do need to go back to a scene that we forgot about or okay. didn't talk about, and it's when Daniel um, is yelling at Miyagi. He's like, "I'm sore," oh, all yes. and all that. Miyagi Miyagi puts his hands together and he and he does like this rubbing motion, and then he sticks it on Daniel's shoulder, and basically the pain goes away, or at least subsides a little bit. Uh, so he basically he's like, "Hey, how'd you do that?" You know, and that's when he the thing. So um, the Cobra Kai is they show no mercy or anything, and he tells the one guy. He's like, you know, you need to – what's he telling him to do to the leg? Uh, sweep the leg. No, that's he tells Johnny to sweep the leg. He tells this guy to do the other thing. He's oh, like, he but plants I'll, the elbow I'll, on the I'll back get, of the knee. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'll get disqualified. He's like
1: – I think Bobby. Yeah, he's like – I think Bobby was I don't his name. Care. Bobby drops the elbow. That comes later on, on his yeah. knee. And then they and then Daniel has to go back to the locker room, and then that's when –
0: They say that Daniel get. has 15 minutes –
1: to return to the match or or he's forfeited johnny any chance yeah johnny wins by automatic disqualification Um, so
0: daniel's in the back and then this is this is where it comes that he tells him he says uh he just wants his mom his mom's like you've done proud you know you never thought you'd make it this far so ali and uh he's like i just want to be left alone so ali and and um yeah there it is so ali and his uh mom leave and um yeah, he just does that kick to the back kick of the knee. Kick to the back of the knee. Yeah, um, and he's like, "And th- that was really interesting." He's like, "Like, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't want to do it." You know what I mean? And I thought the whole time all of his Cobra Kai creases, uh, Cobra Kai. You know, they keep telling him to do something, and especially when Johnny goes over to him. Here in a little bit, you'll see. Uh, but here's the scene where they tell him, "You know, just leave me alone." Just leave me alone. Not Yumiagi. Like, look, he's like, "Do you really think I had a shot to win?" He's like, "Win or lose," he said, "It doesn't matter to me." You know, he's like he's like, but he's like, but you know, I don't want I don't want to face her. I don't want to right. face Daniel. And makes I'm his be...
1: argument about balance. That right. word comes back again, and he'll never have balance with not only his friends, his mother, the bully, but himself. That's right. what was most important. He couldn't and have Miyagi's balance like, with himself. I... He's always going to feel like he came up short. He has to try, and and see what happens. However the chips fall? He's gonna
0: he's and gonna he, go out there. And Miyagi finally realizes. Oh, he gets it. And so he's like, just close your eyes, and you see, and Miyagi does that hand thing, and boom, and the music starts. You know what I mean? Uh, and he's like, and he, you know, uh, he starts rubbing it. And uh, so um, they're getting award Johnny the championship, and uh, Ali with an eye runs out on the thing again, and she's like, no, 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 because he's got the trophy and everything. He's like, Daniel Russo is going to compete, so Daniel hobbles out there, um, and I think what is the best of five points? Was it?
1: Uh, I think three. Um, it was two to two until the, yeah, the see, famous so, uh, crane kick, right at the very end, which we already talked about. That wasn't supposed to be the ending of the movie, right?
0: So um, they fight. They go back and forth. I think. I think uh, doesn't. I doesn't think Daniel Daniel scores up the 2-0. first two points, and then, and then Johnny
1: comes back. And then it's two all, I believe.
0: Right, and there's there's a point in here where Johnny's uh, they call a timeout, and Johnny's nose is bleeding. He goes over to cre- Crease or whatever. Yeah, here it is. And
1: Tells him to sweep the leg. Yeah,
0: he's like sweep the leg. He's like,
1: the referee is a real karate instructor, and right? in, uh, in real life, he the the referee. in the it was final match. Pat, march.
0: somebody. Um, he's like, you got a problem? But see, even Johnny is looking at him like, w- you know, this isn't this is a competition. This isn't hurt somebody. You know what I mean? and then here the famous crane kick which
1: (laughs) this is the knee to the uh, the elbow to the back of the knee daniel can't stand up because that was the knee that had just previously gotten kicked
0: right and he said that um and the music here is fantastic oh it's awesome (laughs) this
1: builds to the yeah to the final kick to the face and johnny johnny's done for which is up for debate whether that's an illegal kick. Um or not? That's always something that if you're interested online, you can read.
0: But what I thought was really cool is um, Johnny actually comes and gives him the uh, trophy here too. See, and uh, he's like, "Hey, you're you're all right, Larusso," and hands him the uh, All Valley Under
1: eighteen trophy. And 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 then you have
0: the famous closing
1: fade out of Pat Morita's face of approval and just
0: that. Hey, he finally got it, you know. And I think it helped him, him too. So. We'll talk a little bit about some facts in this movie. The last spin kick that Daniel hit before he's saved by Miyagi by the skeletons, it, it actually hit Ralph Macchio and hurt him. You know, with the, oh, the yeah, I think I read somewhere something.
1: Something he had a bruise or something right. on his chin, and that was real because of that. Uh,
0: but, you know, he had so many bruises and everything during this movie, you know, they would come and go and fade and not fade. Um, William Zapka um, continued his karate training, which was, uh, where's my list? Which was uh, with Johnny. He's actually went all the way up to a second degree uh, green belt. Uh, it may be long. It may be higher now, but he had no
1: uh, formal training. Formal training that, yeah. before
0: that. So I thought that was pretty cool. I thought uh, the, act, said,
1: the acting on all parts was just. I thought it was great in the movie. I don't want to get ahead to the. We get right. our opinions. But. Um
0: you know but the, a lot, he still says a lot of people come up to him and they're just mad at him about that movie he's like right. look he's like it was written it for was me a character, it was a right. character yeah he's you a know?
1: he's a villain or he, in a lot of the roles i think he kind of was pigeonholed a lot in the in the roles that he had going after that because he had played such a strong villain in this movie
0: right um, he still owns that red leather jacket to this nice. day. I thought that was that was cool too. I
1: think they bring that out in Cobra Kai as well. Um, yeah, series.
0: Uh, we talked about the. Uh, by the way, Mr. Miyagi uh, was uh, the son double is Fumio Demura, um, the one that I told you about. Um, but one of the doubles is the is a descendant of Davy Crockett, King oh, okay. of the Wild Frontier. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Barn Cove claims that fans of the movie always tell him, I love to hate you. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. Uh, sadly, Miyagi, di- uh, Pat Morita died, and uh, Daniel, or Ralph Macchio, said he was my sensei or whatever, you know, at the, the funeral. So yeah, he
1: died in like 2005,
0: I think. I know. Man. I don't know.
1: I don't the exact date. I think it was around that time.
0: Um at the very beginning of the movie, where all the kids are, you know, standing around chasing the car down the street, mm-hmm. um, they said that the kids kept interrupting the movie. So the the director's like, "Look, put them in. I'll put you in the movie if you just let us shoot it." You know, okay. they're like, "Okay, you know, I'm <laughs> cool with that a bit." Uh, that, that always takes me back to when Hoosiers, when you could have went down to Hinklefield House and been in the movie. You right. know what I mean? Uh, that was the Chuck Norris thing we talked about. Um, at the time, Columbia Pictures was owned by Coca Cola, which insists that its products appear on screen. Ralph Macchio objected to that, especially after, after having to say Minutemade in the breakfast scene. In Miyagi's workshop, he deliberately covered the sprite logo with his hand, so they made him redo the scene. This time, Ralph showed the sprite logo for the shortest time he could get away with. <laughs> Man, you know, and that, that's something that's um, not talked about a lot today is uh, advertisement in movies. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest ones that I remember is Demolition Man. You okay. Know, I think that they had a lot of stuff in Pay a there. a lot
1: of big bucks to get their advertising in those movies, yeah.
0: They say that the fly, uh, where they're trying to catch the fly on the uh, with the chopsticks, mm-hmm. was on a string. You could see the fishing line as it was moved around by a crew mm-hmm. member. Uh, they said the movie was uh, shot more or less in sequence. Okay. Um, they said it was is very that, unusual is that
1: not traditional Do they, no, they, say they shoot from the ending to the beginning or? no it's
0: just they usually shoot you know they usually just skip around the movie whatever oh, okay. sets available or whatever yeah yeah at the time uh the street outside the dojo wasn't closed for filming they were actually dodging real traffic huh. <laughs> wow uh this was the top video rental of 1985 that makes sense no that's what those, i saw
1: i think 85 or 86 for those
0: of you kids at home VHS. <laughs> vhs was a video cassette that you'd have to use a vcr to put it in i still have one somewhere um elizabeth Bashu actually grew up playing soccer uh she played with the boys as long as she could before yeah, finally taking like up gymnastics some yeah, yeah some skills and she tried to act like she was fake at right. it i mean she you could tell good. you could tell um she was also went to harvard Wow, Uh, I didn't know that
1: until reading over the notes. That's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the reason she didn't come back for the sequels because she wanted to focus on her education, right? Um, there, yeah, I talked about the the blueberry uh, thing. The other scene that I was talking about um, that was cut or whatever was uh, Daniel was going up for a drink at the water fountain. He comes up to find himself face to face with uh, Johnny. the director John G. Avildsen had to climb to the top of a factory in the opening shot to achieve the angle of Daniel and his mother driving away.
1: Okay,
0: the director yeah, driving the angles up, high right. up in
1: the air with the kids all around the station wagon. Uh,
0: they say the beach was the first theme, uh, scene filmed, so I don't know. Huh. Um, there are two actors in this film with two degrees of separation from Bruce Lee. One we talked about was Chad McQueen, who played Dutch as the son of Steve McQueen, who was the uh, Paul Bearer. Uh, also, Patty Johnson, who plays the referee, was in Enter the Dragon in oh, okay. 1973. Although he does not appear on screen with Lee, Johnson played a mobster who tries to rough up Roper. So um, Daniel Russo's in every scene of this film. Um, this was featured Pat Morita's only Oscar-nominated performance. Yeah, which was worth it. Very Definitely well worth worthy it. of it. Uh, they also had him stand on a four-inch box so they could uh, fit him into a face-to-face shot with Daniel. Because okay. he was a small yeah, he's guy. Yeah, a small guy. a real small guy. <laughs> uh, the football jersey that Daniel was wearing when talking to Mr. Miyagi on the bed is number 89 for the San Diego Chargers. I'm trying to figure out who that was. In 1984, it would have been wide receiver Wes Chandler.
1: Wes Chandler, okay. Wes Chandler. I had no idea who that um, is. Of all not... the
0: people, <laughs> Wes Chandler. Um, Andrew Shue, who uh, was Elizabeth's younger brother, uh, starred in Melrose Place in 1992. Uh, he has, actually has a small part in this in the background as a participant in the karate tournament. If you look closely, he can be seen in the background while Daniel is squaring off against some of the other participants at the tournament. Okay. Uh, in real life, Pat Moroda spoke perfect English with no accent. Right, um, right. If
1: you've um, he watched modeled a speech and
0: accent for Mr. Maggie off of This Uncle, which you hit on earlier. Yeah. Uh, the 500th film uh, mixed in the Dolby stereo format. So uh only a couple more here let's see oh i talked about this the scene where daniel was dumped in the water off the boat by miyagi was filmed in late december in Chatsworth, california the water was so cold that ralph macchio didn't need to act when he portrayed how freezing <laughs> he was in the, out in the water and then elizabeth shiri declined to return for the karate kid part two because she was studying at harvard and the script ali dumped daniel for a football player from ucla all right all right eric there All right, Jimbo. So let me let me hear your. Um... Well, before I I have a question for you, where or
1: where or when do you remember when you saw this movie for the first time? <laughs> I think it would. I would assume it would be when you were a kid.
0: It, correct. I want to say it might have been at my cousin's house. Okay, uh, David and Heather Deanna. Okay, I believe because that's where I usually go. I, I saw Ernest that's where I there. My movies. Right. a Popular. <laughs> I <still watch> movies, <laughs> yeah, it's, I it's the party hangout. Uh, no, but I, I remember watching Ernest there. I think I watched. Um, I think Carrie or Prom night something there. I watched <laughs> I watched a lot of these movies there. Um Star Wars obviously. Um and then I know my other cousin Scotty we watched a lot of movies too. Yeah. Um I might have been there too. Um but it's one of the things that I can't remember where I was, but I know I watched it a lot of times. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right?
1: It, 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 well, get this trilogy. I also watched it at my cousins. I went over. I remember. I was like 10 years old. I went over to stay the night on a Friday night, and I watched. Now, get this trilogy. Let me, let me see if I, I can guess. <laughs> Karate Kid, Lethal Weapon, and Johnny Dangerously <laughs> all in succession. And it was like two o'clock in the morning because at the time I didn't have a VCR at my house. Oh, so when it. I went to my aunt and uncle's, it was like total binge. It was like awesome because they had a VCR and all kinds of VHS tapes. And and,
0: you know what was really cool is when um, something would come on TV and you could record something off the TV. Line, right, right. And you could sit back and watch that thing the entire I re- What was the first VH, VHS you ever remember buying? Are uh, you family buying? I know exactly what mine were uh, when when my parents bought our first VHS no, I VCR. I don't remember. There was the two movies, movies we got. First one was Beach Blanket Bingo with Frankie Annette. Okay. Uh, Frankie Funicello and Couticello. Uh, Frankie Avalon. Yeah, and the second was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay, those are those love are that solid. movie. right?
1: Yeah. So I like I said, I used to love going to my aunt and uncles because it was it was all i would always get to watch a movie probably some that my parents wouldn't approve of but i <laughs> i, I uh, got to watch some cool movies anyway uh when i went over there and yeah uh, on to your original question it would have been one of my childhood favorites i mean i loved it you know you, you think about the 80s all the kids wanted to do karate after this movie came out it had a Probably a big cultural. How many times influence.
0: did you practice the crane kick?
1: Uh, all the time, <laughs> just just messing around in school or a gym class or whatever. So yeah, all the, all the kids in in my school instantly became interested in karate, learning karate. It was you gym know all we, the bandana. All we is the, about. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have the bandana, but yeah. So I mean, it, it's one of my you know. One of my tops for for as a kid, just going back to the the Lost Boys reference. You know, it's it's a kind of a cheesy movie, but it's held up over time. I think um, I think ESPN did something. It was like one of the top 100 sports movies of all time. They did something back a few years ago. So I mean, it holds up over time. It's a good story of unlikely friendships from you know two opposite worlds. It's just a really nice, good, you know, good movie. Good story. Good, uh, good ending,
0: right? I, you know, when you watch it as a kid, you're like, oh, this is just about revenge. (laughs) I want to learn karate because I want to beat somebody up too. Right? But but going back and watching it as an adult now, because it's been a couple of years since I watched it, uh, just to watch this, the the, how the story comes together from, because you don't really pay attention to the Miyagi scenes, you know, about army and and uh, losing right as a kid, kid, you don't even remember it, you know, gloss over those, Yeah. yeah um but then you see you know you always start now i'm thinking about hey where's daniel's dad Uh, you know and one thing that really that i didn't like about this movie is when um you know daniel gets beat up again he takes his bike and he throws it because we didn't talk about where they run him off the side of a cliff with his bike you know Mm -hmm. he falls down he comes and he's like i hate this stupid bike you know and he throws in the dumpster and his mom's like, What's wrong with you? He's like, No. He's like, he's like She's like, Daniel. She's like, You're going to be okay. He's like, he's like I don't want to be okay. He's like, You didn't ask me to move out here. You didn't mm-hmm. ask my opinion. Guess what, Daniel? You're a kid. You don't get a choice when your parents do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but Miyagi fixes up his bike and all that. He's like, Did you fix up my bike? He's like, Yeah. And that's when he goes in and learns how to trim the trees. So I didn't like that aspect of it that he's just talking to his mom that way. You know what I mean? And, and I understand that it's hard for kids when you move across the country, new friends, new school, new places, sure. and all that. Um, but. Just, just the stories. How I think the father and son relationship that Miyagi, because Miyagi had lost his son and his wife, and then Daniel didn't have a dad, and the way that they intertwined together. Because Daniel was looking for that male role model in his life, somebody to you know right. help him through, and then. Miyagi was looking for that son. Hey, I got you know some of the stuff that my wife's left me, you know, and just he probably you could tell he didn't really have a friend, you know what I mean? And I think seeing them together as they came together showed what I think it's more of a friendship movie, and then overcoming your obstacles together, you know what I mean? And then finding that balance in your life. life. Um, Eric did find a interview from uh, I think Dan Patrick show with Ralph Macchio. Yeah, there's a
1: couple interviews that talk about some of the. Just different aspects of making the movie and what Daniel's life is, uh, well, Ralph Macchio's life is now. Right. Uh, this was prior, I think, to the release of season one of Cobra Kai, which is now on Netflix. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the reason it. why we, we did this particular movie, because it was kind of timely. Uh, since it went from YouTube Red over to Netflix platform, I think it's kind of skyrocketed over and, the last uh, couple And season of weeks.
0: three is going to come out, I yeah, think, in a it, couple of weeks, I think.
1: And it's pretty good. It's it's cheesy, too. <sighs> But uh, the the backdrop of the the new Cobra Kai series is more of a, a biopic of Johnny Lawrence. Uh, you know the movies are primarily focused on Daniel, and so we kind of get uh, the story from Johnny's perspective and his life and how he came to be who he is. And he's kind of like stuck in the eighties still and fifty years old. And yeah, so it's, you're it's still
0: stuck good. in the eighties too. Yeah, I mean because I mean, yeah. I mean, we just time. talk about NBA basketball. You <laughs> said I just want to go back to the eighties and nineties. Yeah, it's so. good stuff. Um, so there you have it. I think I'm going to throw in that interview right here. So, uh, we'll be right back. What's the reaction
2: on the street? If we walked out right now, mm-hmm. within five blocks, what am I
3: hearing? Well, uh, reaction, what for the new show? No, just out you. Or just me. Just you. Um, get out of my way. Who are you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think, uh, the reactions, you know, you've been around, I've been around long enough in different, different areas. So I get, uh. You know, I'll get uh, a nice broad spectrum of ages. I get kids that uh, parents made them watch uh, some of my movies, or kids that read The Outsiders, see that film. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get the Stay Gold Pony Boys shout outs. I'll get the, you know, Paint the Fence. Oh. You know, I'll get the Wax I'll get they get them a body bag and all that stuff that you guys probably talk about <laughs> constantly. <do>. I know. <laughs> or open or open your show with oh, yeah. maybe oh, just yeah. a hunch.
2: We've been we've been known to do yeah. that.
3: But um, uh, usually uh, usually a pretty warm and usually a pretty warm embrace. So but, it, I but it's say that. a
2: compliment that they're saying, and yes. I, I know you. Yes. I know you get tired of it, or you know how do I respond to the ninety. 90- 7,000th right. time right. that somebody making, gets in, making you know, them feel, doing the crane right, or something. making them
3: feel that it's there, the first yeah. ones who came up with it. Um, yeah, I think I'll say this much. You know, now as I get uh, as I get older, or shall I say as I look younger or try to, <laughs> I uh, I embrace it more and more because you, you sign up for that. Now, the, the concept that, say, the, speaking of the Karate Kid and all this with the Cobra Kai series coming out, the fact that it's 34 years ago, and people still have an opinion on it and want to talk about it or make videos about, you know, was the kick the crane kick an illegal move and should, should you know, is John justice for Johnny or is you know without Miyagi is he really anything and you know and uh, you know he was my he was my inspiration. And the fact that that is a relevant conversation, who would not sign up for that thirty four years later? But you it know, feels it's a like great thing.
2: Mr. Miyagi yeah. is Belichick, right? And Danielson is. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Have yes. you have you heard that analogy?
3: Um, no, and okay. I enjoy it. And I'm married to a model now. And uh, oh, as Tom oh. Brady, no, no, <laughs> I'm saying don't to Tom Brady. Uh, no, I'm I'm married to the greatest woman on, on the planet.
2: Would you have been anything without Mr. Miyagi?
3: Uh, would Daniel Larusso? Yes. or Would Ralph Macchio? Would,
2: would Daniel Larusso?
3: Um, that's a great question because we could all use our little human Yoda to guide us through yeah. adolescence and, and life. I think um, what Daniel Larusso has has become in those films and now what happens to him in Cobra Kai it's it's a uh, I would say he is not the he's a better a far better man husband father because of the Miyagi influence and that's part of the arc in Cobra Kai when we first meet Daniel Russo, 30 years later he has that void in his life Miyagi's been gone for eight years um martial arts is not quite in his life anymore um He's got a great family, successful car. He's the auto king of the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> everything looks fantastic, but as Miyagi would say, not everything is as seen.
2: What was that script like when you first saw Karate Kid? Mm-hmm. What'd you think?
3: I thought it was um, kind of corny. Um, I thought it was. Uh, and and at that time, I was pretty young and just coming into it. So it wasn't like I was a seasoned veteran of... of now, you had spirit. done The Outsiders. i done The Outsiders, yes. Okay. So I, I, you know, and a few things before that. But The Outsiders was sort of the big uh, break, and then Karate Kid took it to another another level. Um, I thought it was... Uh, I thought that the Miyagi-Daniel relationship was... Um, and it's interesting. Uh, they always spoke about Toshiro Mifune or someone, some great uh Kurosawa, Kind of Japanese actor yeah. coming in. Daniel said, "Show me a big fence," you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a whole other thing. And when Pat Morita came in the room and and was perfect in every possible way, that that chemistry was just spectacular. Who and were you up is. against for that role? Um, Charlie Sheen was around. Downey uh, Jr. was around. Um, I think they found me early. They found me early in New York. I read with John Avilson who just passed away recently, sad, you know, so some of these guys are not seeing this resurgence now. Um, But uh, I read with John. That video of me reading with John is on YouTube. You could see that on YouTube, my first cold reading, and Pat's first cold reading separately, and he sort of edited them together. It's really fascinating because it's basically they handed me the script. I read the scene with the director, and you could watch that on YouTube, and you see that kid. Like, you see the role. It's not like, okay, then we had to take it here. When did um, your
2: life change um,
3: with that movie? When, when the, uh, soon after the movie Was it came a hit out, right away? It was a sleeper hit, but okay. it was the talked about, you know, going to a mall on a Saturday became less of a smart thing to do. Yeah. All
0: right. So there you have it from his own mouth. Um, so, Eric, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Um, Eric's going to sit down and re- we're going to record an episode or two of Couple The Twilight, of Twilight Zone. Zone. So we're going to have those out here shortly. Um, but don't forget to check out our new merchandise store Red, on Redbubble. Um, there's an app for it, too, if you haven't a smartphone. Um, just search The Tragedy of Cinema. Um, and we, the pro, some of the proceeds will be kicked back to our artist. Um, if you want to reach out or be a guest on the show, hit me up at thetragedyofcinema at gmail.com. Um, we got some exciting stuff coming in the future too. Some more episodes of different fun stuff. And you know, anytime we have an '80s movie, Eric's probably going to be here because <laughs> so, he loves the '80s. Um, so, with that being said, I think this episode's coming to a close, and that's a wrap. And, and cut. cut.